Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Coming to you live from historic Roan County, Tennessee. And I am still fighting this sinus stuff, but 
Whew, I tell you what, it's been a rough day. I am glad to be in the home studio and therefore in the home stretch for finally getting this day over behind me. Medicine still not kicking in as well as I would like. But you know what? I'm here because you are there, and it's just that simple. All right. Well, let's get started, uh, shall we? I want to give a quick shout out to Eddie, the Radio Chick Ubellis, host of Southern Sense Talk Radio, who is already in the chat room. I would imagine as Kel is closing things down over at her show tonight, a few other folks will probably make their way over. So while uh, we're waiting essentially for that, uh, before I get into any of the stories for this evening, I will give you guys a quick hint that at the uh, bottom of this uh, hour, this is the one-hour broadcast for the week, I am scheduled to be joined by Colby Bledsoe, who is the director of Grassroots for Freedom Works, and we'll be talking a little bit about the evils of socialized medicine uh, in this particular uh, format. Uh, a couple of stories I definitely want to touch on before things get too far in, but like I said, while I'm kind of waiting for other folks to move in, and because the fine, fine folks at KYAH 540 AM Utah's Talk Authority uh, are listening already, you guys may remember the other day where I was talking about the unexpected turn where I have been essentially booted from TuneIn.com. Uh, Tapping to the Truth is no longer available there. And uh, it was a bit of a surprise to me. I had some folks reach out and said, uh, we haven't been able to find your show. We haven't been able to find your show. Uh, they had been listening there. Uh, they said they had switched on over to Spotify. Uh, and then they went back and still hadn't found it because at first they just thought it was some kind of glitch or something. And so then I searched for it and couldn't find it, couldn't find it. Okay, thought that was odd. Waited a few days, then searched for it again. And strangely enough, since Annie's the uh, only one in the chat room so far, uh, what popped up was Annie's show from uh, the past Friday when she uh, – had me on as a special guest co-host. She had my name and my show's name in her show description, and so it popped up in the search. So that one episode of Southern Sense Talk Radio showed up, but still mine show didn't. And at that point in time, I'm thinking, wow, this is crazy, because I had already emailed them. Uh, asking them what's going on. I had been part of the TuneIn community uh, since early uh, 2014. And, uh, you know, I I had always seen pretty decent numbers from over there. It wasn't the strongest of the apps that uh, the podcast appeared on, but uh, always decent numbers. And I've always been kind of partial to TuneIn. Truthfully, I kind of like Stitcher the best of all of myself for personal reasons, or at least I used to. Uh, they've done this little reboot here lately. And it's a little – doesn't want to save uh, where I've been at as readily as it used to, but uh, I've always been kind of partial to Stitcher.com uh, a little more than the others. 
But I always enjoyed tuned in. I would say they were probably easily my second favorite of these apps to use. Uh, of course, I didn't often listen to my own show. Occasionally, I would just to make sure that things came through or if I thought there was a technical issue or if I was concerned about how the audio was or what have you. But at any rate, it had been uh, almost two weeks since I sent the email, and I hadn't heard anything back from them. And I was just about to send another one until I got one a little bit after 4.30 today. And, you know, I, I simply said that I had been with them since 2004, I mean 2014, and I provided a link to my former show page because I had that saved. And, and I did all this wonderful stuff. And I was very cordial, professional, but friendly, and just asked for an explanation of uh, what was going on with the show because obviously it had been pulled. Uh, rather than friendly or cordial, I got a to whom it may concern response, and it begins by saying, as you know, TuneIn Incorporated, the owner of the website located at www.tunein.com. Takes the rights of intellectual property owners very seriously and complies as a service provider with all applicable provisions of the Digital Millennial Copyright Act. Our policy is to respond to valid notices of claimed infringement we receive according to the DMCA by expeditiously removing or disabling access to allegedly infringed material and terminating users and or broadcasters when appropriate according to our repeat infringer policy. As stated in our terms of use, repeated incidents of intellectual property infringement will result in the prohibition of your content from TuneIn.com. We also reserve the right to terminate users or broadcasters suspected of infringing intellectual property rights of third parties upon the first incident without further notice at our sole discretion and without liability to you. TuneIn Incorporated has removed content you have broadcasted on three occasions. As a result, we are permanently removing access to all content you have broadcasted on TuneIn.com. For more information about how we respect intellectual property rights, please read the TuneIn service agreement. Blah, 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 yakety smackety. Now, I'm sitting here scratching my head thinking, okay, I've violated a copyright law i got a copyright strike now I, I i my stuff gets sent over on youtube you know youtube is constantly looking for copyright strikes against uh, conservatives quick shout out to kel who's joined us hey kel glad to have you here thanks for joining me uh, great show earlier, and how about Gary's call in today? Wasn't that great? <coughs> Excuse me. Although I got to tell you, I, I was kind of saddened to hear uh, about Gary's niece while he was trying to deal with his mother, and uh, 
Jeez, just when it rains, it pours, right? Okay, so anyway, I, I'm sitting here and I'm wondering what on earth have I done? Because I, I've gotten one copyright strike over at YouTube throughout the years. And quite honestly, uh, I kind of stopped broadcasting direct from Stitcher. I'm not from Stitcher, from Spreaker, uh, because it automatically switches over from there if I broadcast from there. But uh, the one strike I got over there previously was because I played too much of Martin Luther King Jr.'s speech on one of the first MLK days uh, that I was doing the show. I took a big chunk of it, and I because it seemed to be pertinent for the day, and I didn't have a full grasp and understanding of the fair use laws at that point. Um, it was in the news that day, but I, I played way more of it than I should. I didn't ex exactly play the whole thing, but I. I Pretty much did. So at any point, I'd play too much of it to fall under fair use, and so got that strike. And you know, I apologized to them. I completely understood. And looking back, so on, so forth. So there you go. And then I'm wondering, what have I done since then? I mean, that's one of the primary reasons why I very rarely use clips anymore. <clears throat> I mean, those of you who've been longtime listeners know that early on. I would take audio clips, and I would play – especially when I was uh, broadcasting over at Spreaker because the way the uh, switchboard worked over there, it was so much easier. You could pause and then start right back up right where you were, whereas here at the BTR, if you're playing a clip and then you uh, pause it, you go back to play. It wants to start back at the beginning. It's like arr, 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 arr. it's just a pain in the backside, but I, I was started scratching my head when I read that email. I'm, I'm trying to think, what have I done? About the only thing I have on the show that might qualify would be some of the music I play. Now, music that I have played for bumper and intros in the past had come from various artists when I was paying for a, a subscription service where it was helping um, independent artists. And since I don't make any monetary benefit, or at least not any significant amount, not enough to say, oh, IRS, here, let me report this to you uh, at the show. Uh, I mean, I'm spending more than I'm making. I'll tell you that much. But uh, I, I was paying a, a lower end on the subscription. Uh, if you were Using it for professional monetary gain, commercially, blah, blah, blah. You had to pay a higher level. But when I was using that stuff, I was paying for the subscription, and I moved away from it when uh, Matt Fitzgibbons gave me permission to start using his tune. So again, I have, Gar uh, I have Matt's permission, and I have Cash's permission to play his song uh, whenever he needs to do that. So I have the ability to demonstrate – to anyone who wants to make an issue out of that, that uh, no, I, I'm not in copyright violation. So I'm still scratching my head. I'm trying to figure out what in the name of all that's holy in heaven are they talking about? Well, then just a few minutes before airtime, I receive yet another email from the fine folks at TuneIn.com, and I'm wondering, oh, what is this? 
because I was going to wait till after the show to send them an email to question and really start to to find out because I would really like to get the show back up if I could. I've had a great relationship with them for a long time. I've, I've enjoyed being over there, uh, and you know, I, like I said, I get pretty decent numbers over there. I get this email after that that says, "Hello, the last message was sent to you by mistake." Please refer to our terms and conditions for any questions regarding the removal of your program, and then there's a link to the uh, policies for broadcasters. And then shortly after that, I got a an email request for uh, <laughs> an email request to fill out a survey. <coughs> so now, now I'm even more confused because. Before I had something of an explanation. Quick shout out to Forpal Bite who's joined us in the chat. My window's big. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. But hey, guys. Glad to have you folks joining us. But at least I had – it seemed completely bogus on the copyright violation, but at least I had an explanation. And then I get this email saying, Oh, well, never mind. We sent you that one completely by accident. That one was meant for somebody else. Uh, just uh, take a look at our policies and your explanations there. I'm like, what? Seriously? This is – so now I'm back to square one. I. I, it took a, almost two weeks to get an email response from these folks, and I know exactly as much about why the show's been pulled from TuneIn as I did before I sent the email. How great is that? I I really don't understand. All right, uh, let's get on with the show, shall we? I mean, that's enough of my belly aching and. And these short shows, I really don't have too much time, and i got at least two stories I want to get to. Uh, number one, uh, I will not be spending a whole heck of a lot of time on, but I did want to mention, because we talked about it uh, a little bit last week, because last week I was marveling at the fact that Code Pink had finally made a headline. They were back in the news. Congratulations to the wackadoodles. You know, it's a, it's a great day for them. You know, they've been just relegated to the back burner since George W. Bush hasn't been president anymore. They're desperate to, to make news, but they finally got back in the news by moving into the Venezuelan embassy that has been emptied because Maduro had pulled out his diplomats. And they'd moved in supposedly to try and prevent the new guy from sending his people in. All right, so last week they pledged that they would never leave the Venezuelan embassy in Washington, D.C., you know, because somehow that means uh, things. <laughs> the, their idea, of course, is to prevent the U.S. from moving uh, Nicolas Maduro's uh, 
recognition uh, completely off the table. It's just stupid. Anyway, the group, who's of course led by longtime pro-communist activist Medea Benjamin, occupied the embassy for weeks, getting food delivered, hosting meetings and events, and lecturing counter-protesters who were actually from Venezuela on the benefits of the Maduro regime. You know, the people who obviously have no clue about how bad Maduro is. So it's a good thing they were there to, you know, educate them. Well, as it turns out, they've been evicted. Ah, uh, yes, Code Pink is no longer occupying the Venezuelan embassy. It all came to an end this Monday as federal agents showed up and then showed them the door uh, by force. Federal agents posted a trespassing notice early Monday morning, warning Code Pink that the official representatives of Venezuela had requested that they vacate the premises and, quoting from it now, and do not return without the ambassador's express authorization. The notice warned that if Code Pink did not comply, they would be arrested by federal agents authorized to clear the building. Well, the notice also made it clear that the United States no longer recognizes the former Maduro regime and that Code Pink's apparent familiarity with the building's former residents really didn't matter anymore. Code Pink, of course, had no plans to leave the embassy, and they said as much. They continued to order food and supplies and had that all delivered to the Venezuelan embassy in violation of the eviction order at least until around 6 p.m. Eastern time when all of a sudden, surprise, surprise, much like the warnings suggested it might happen, armed federal agents appeared at the embassy's doorstep ready to pull Code Pink from the building by force. And that's basically what happened. Although most of the folks kind of left uh, of their own accord once they saw that it was serious, it's always kind of funny to see these folks uh, just taken aback. You know, in the days of the Obama administration, you would expect to be hailed as a hero for such actions. Uh, you certainly, if you were running afoul of uh, their public policy, uh, if you were a foreign operator, you were probably safe. Uh, if you publicly ran afoul of uh, Obama's policy, uh, there would be a good chance that you just might find yourself on the other end of a drone strike. Uh, but uh, be that as it may. I just think it's fantastic when these folks finally get a little dose of, well, as Chief would put it, a simple fact of life. And in this case, the simple fact of life was Maduro is not the officially recognized leader of Venezuela by any country that matters. Sorry, Russia. Sorry, China. Sorry, Cuba. You guys don't. It's the neighbors and the folks living here in the Western Hemisphere, uh, Cuba notwithstanding, that really make the difference in this matter. So there we go. Simple follow-up there. Um, now I've not left myself enough time to really go into the main topic of what I really wanted to talk about this evening. Now, how's that? 
I dribbled on too long about uh, about tuned in, didn't I? Got to keep my whining and belly aching to. Got to keep that to the two-hour shows, evidently. <laughs> <laughs> Especially a two-hour show where I'm not coughing up a lung because of this whatever the crap it is. Okay, so here's the deal. By now, most of you have heard Rashid Tlaib's little statement about how she gets this calm and uh, calm feeling when she thinks about the Holocaust. Well, President Donald Trump decided that that didn't set too well with him. So he tweeted about it, criticizing Tlaib just a little bit. Well, guess what happened? The Democrats who were in a state of shock over the anti-Semitism from Miss Omar, who decided to put forth a resolution condemning anti-Semitism until they realized that they weren't going to be able to get away with it because all the social justice warriors weren't having it. And then turn that resolution into a resolution against all forms of bigotry, especially Islamophobia. Well, they weren't going to stand for Donald J. Trump calling out Rashid Tlaib. So the top Democrats, they're firing back at President Trump uh, for that very reason. Uh, Again, Trump criticized Tlaib. Over what I think a lot of us could very fairly categorize as horrifying comments, you know, where she entirely rewrote the history of Israel. But no, that doesn't matter to the top Democrats. So they're calling on Donald Trump to formally apologize for, and I quote, misrepresenting. Tlaib's comments. I don't know how there was a misrepresentation. Let me uh, let me lay it out for you. Trump tweeted that Tlaib on Monday, taking her to task for claiming that her ancestors had given up their land to accommodate and shelter Jews fleeing the Holocaust, saying that their sacrifices gives her a sense of peace and justifies her crusade to end the Jewish occupation of Palestinian land. There's kind of a calming feeling I always tell folks when I think of the Holocaust and the tragedy of the Holocaust and the fact that it was my ancestors, Palestinians, who lost their land and some lost their lives their livelihood, their human dignity, their existence in many ways have been wiped out, and some people's passports. Now, she said this, appearing on a Yahoo podcast that goes by the code name of Skullduggery, in case you still haven't heard this, which I guess means you were hiding under a rock somewhere. Anyway, continuing, I mean just All of it was in the name of trying to create a safe haven for Jews post the Holocaust, 
post the tragedy and horrific persecution of Jews across the world at that time. Now, in reality, just in case you are not familiar, Jews have existed in what's now modern Israel for thousands of years and were not given land by others already living there at the time. Worse, the Palestinian Grand Mutva at the time, Mohammed Ahmed al-Husani, was an ally of Adolf Hitler and Nazi Germany and an admirer of the Nazis' final solution, actually a major topic on Kell's show earlier today. So, you know, if you missed it, go back and check it out in podcast. Uh, that's part of Infidels Are Watching tonight, uh, part of the Global Patriot Radio Network. Uh, so the Jews fleeing to their homeland from Nazi-occupied territory faced dramatic and often violent opposition from the group of people that identified themselves as Palestinians and more than 400 Jewish refugees, some of whom were Holocaust survivors, were killed while attempting to make their home in Israel. Talib's statements aren't just anti-Semitic. They're a complete and total reimagining of history designed to, to erase the Jewish claim that Israel is a homeland. I mean this this is like a bold reimagining. This is on par with some ridiculous uh, reboot of Star Trek or something. Yeah, uh, we're going to make it look shiny with lots of explosions. So the Democrat-Republican Tlaib is being slammed for her horrible and highly insensitive statements on the Holocaust. It's part of what uh, Donald Trump tweeted. He continues saying she obviously has tremendous hatred of Israel and the Jewish people. So instantly, uh, Representative Steny Hoyer and Speaker of the House, Ms. Nancy Mimi Pelosi, rushed to Tlaib's defense, saying, quote, If you read Representative Rashid Tlaib's comments, it's clear that President Trump and congressional Republicans are taking them out of context. This is according to Hoyer, what he tweeted late on Monday. They must stop, and they owe her an apology. Later, he added when he was given an interview to The Hill that he had read and understood Tlaib's comments differently from the president. Uh, translation, I'm a Democrat, and I need to protect other Democrats, so I'm going to ignore the facts. That's what he said. <sighs> Pelosi added her own commentary Monday evening as well, demanding that Republicans recant their gross misrepresentations of Tlaib's comments, saying, quote, Republicans' desperate attempts to smear Rashid and misrepresent her comments are outrageous. President at real Donald Trump and House GOP should apologize to Representative Tlaib and the American people for the gross, repre- <laughs> gross misrepresentations. Uh, it's good if you actually say the words. Uh, you know what? Yeah, even Bernie Sanders got in on the act. But here's Here's ultimately, because I'm running out of time, here's really what it all boils down to. And man, oh man. (laughs) 
There is no question. There is no doubt. Rashid Tlaib completely laid out a revisionist history of misrepresenting statements as if they were fact herself. That's what she did, not what Donald Trump did, not what any Republicans did, not what I've done. She did. She changed history to try and feel good about herself. And in the process, she exposed herself for the anti-Semite she is once again, and only someone as blind and filled with hate as she is would be willing to ignore it, look the other way, or worse, try to defend it. So Steny Hoyer, Nancy Pelosi… And even Bernie Sanders, you all need to take a little look in the mirror, reevaluate who you are, and tell the American people why you guys hate Israel so much. In the meanwhile, with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for the Edwards Notebook and the Songs and Stories Veterans Tip of the Day. So stay with me. I will be right back. And if all goes as planned, I'll have a guest. Mr. Colby Bledsoe. Stay with me. Since before President Donald Trump officially took office, House Democrats have launched investigations, told untruths, and continue making threats. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. House Democrats now want to withhold the salaries of Interior Commerce and Department of Justice staffers who block committee investigations. House Oversight and Reform Chairman Democrat Representative Elijah Cummings sent letters demanding eight current and former Trump administration officials to provide information on two of the panel's investigations or their salary could be withheld pursuant to Section 713 of the Financial Services and General Government Appropriations Act. The committee noted that seven of eight interviews recently requested because the Mueller investigation failed to take down Trump, were either denied or unanswered. So while our southern border remains dangerously porous, China playing chicken with Trump over trade issues, and Iran being a major irritant, Democrats remain singularly focused on only destroying President Trump because he dares to put American interests above nations and leftist organizations who would have destroyed our republic had Mrs. Clinton won the White House. I'm Ron Edwards. Let's meet Fridays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on AmericaMatters.us. And now Saturdays at 6 p.m. Mountain on AM 540 KYAH Delta, Utah. Sponsored by David E. Garrett Jewelers. Dan Perkins here with your songs and stories for soldiers, veterans, tip of the day. Many veterans are unsure what benefits they have earned for their service. 
Here is your songs and stories for soldiers, veterans tip of the day. The VA can't help you until they know who you are. So go to the VA.gov website and look for a DD-214. Fill it out and you'll get a copy of your service record. Take it to the local VA office to see what benefits you can qualify for. You protected us, so it's time for America to protect you. This has been your veterans tip of the day. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am back, and sadly, as has been the pattern as of late, uh, I placed a phone call, I went to voicemail, and so I left a voicemail, and hopefully hopefully Kobe will check his voicemail and give me a call back. So for a few minutes, I'm going to kind of just uh, tread some water here and keep an eye on the switchboard and see if he indeed does. And if he does, we will wade into those waters. But uh, this is it. this would be the third show in a row where I've had at least one guest unavailable. And I still haven't heard back about rescheduling the previous guest either. And that's kind of starting to concern me a little bit maybe maybe they've heard i've been booted from tunein.com and maybe this is concerning them maybe they've heard that i've been copyright uh, infringement acting i've got copyright strikes which obviously i don't but then they don't seem to know why they booted me just that uh, they have the right to at this point I'm going back to whining about TuneIn.com uh, for just a few minutes because it, it really does bother me, not because of the fact that it bothers me to be deplatformed from some place many more than it does anyone else, but because I really did like TuneIn.com. I, I thought it was a great platform, and I, I certainly do miss the numbers from there. Uh, it's just upsetting because if it's not a copyright thing, which clearly it isn't based on the second email, for those of you who missed the discussion at the top of the show, um, I've been uh, terminated from TuneIn.com because uh, that's one of the places where you could uh, find the podcast of the show after the fact. And uh, I waited almost two weeks for an email back from them. And the email I got was uh, copyright strikes. And I was telling everybody I was scratching my head. I couldn't quite figure it out what's what's the deal. What what have I copyright infringed? Uh, I've actually legitimately uh, done it once uh, in my earliest days when I was still trying to get a handle on uh, how far you can go uh, with the fair use doctrine and. Turns out I would have been fine if I just played much shorter clips, but to just sit back and play the majority of the speech uninterrupted, oh, well, that's okay. I get it. That's fine. Uh, Didn't know. Sorry. Uh, uh, Apologies were due. But outside of that, that's also one of the reasons why I very rarely use clips, Uh, very few audio clips. uh, And when I do, I try to make sure they are definitely within the fair use level. But Anyway, get a follow-up email just before uh, airtime. Tell me, oh, no, sorry, that email wasn't meant for you. Please just check our terms of service. Well, that clears it up, 
now you're telling me that I have violated the policy in some unspecified fashion. How do I even go about trying to get back on at that point? I don't know, but I will be following up after the show because I really would like to get back on just because, again, I really like the platform. If I don't, eh, it's not that big of a loss, uh, but still, hate to think that it's just a matter of, oh, well, you told the truth about a Muslim, or, oh, no, you attacked you attacked us Bernie bros, dude. Okay, whatever. So at any rate, uh, while that is transpiring, and I am still trying to keep an eye on the switchboard, and usually if I'm going to get a call back, it happens relatively quickly. I'm guessing somebody got their wires uh, crossed, and he probably got double booked, and he's probably on Fox News right now or something. Uh, he's not going to be calling me. <laughs> Not right now. I anyway. <laughs> so let's pick up where I left off. I was complaining I didn't have enough time to fully talk about the uh, doubling down. All right. So you would think <laughs> you would think I wouldn't still have this freaking cough that I'd be about to die here, but uh, not only did the medicine. Not kick in fully, and now it's starting to give way, and I'm really starting to uh, – you probably can tell I'm getting kind of nasally, and uh, I feel like just not great. But uh, you would think, you know, if you didn't pay enough attention, that the Democrats would eventually learn from their mistakes. You would think that they could figure out. Where their failings are coming from. You might even be forgiven for thinking that they might figure out that the American people are pretty much over the obvious BS. They need to go back to the more subtle BS. They need to go back to the lies that are at least believable, that they at least can hide behind, where it takes as somebody who's not freaking going to Jonestown with Jim Jones and drinking the Kool-Aid just because he tells them to, because that's where the Democratic Party is right now. If you're still believing the collusion delusion, which sadly enough, there's plenty of folks that still are for whatever reason, uh, you have to be ignoring the reality. And there's no question that uh, there's some folks in D.C. that's starting to get real nervous about uh, A.G. Barr's moves to continue to investigate the investigators. There's some folks that are going to be answerable, I think, finally. That would be a good thing. Uh, but the point I'm trying to make is evidently, at least in the case of Nancy Pelosi and in this case uh, Cindy Hoyer as well, uh, not only have they not learned, they still think that they're going to make some kind of inroads that, that is going to help them in the body politic. It's going to help them in the upcoming election process if they continue to resist, 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 and in the process continue to alienate a, a voting bloc that typically has been pretty solid for the Democrats, and that's the average Jewish American. <laughs> I think the continuing continuation 
of the growing anti-Semitism that's not only being tolerated but now apparently being embraced by party leadership is going to sever that bond. And I also would not be surprised with the fact that the open borders policy continues to extend uh, to the extent that it has uh, if we don't actually see a disillusionment between the Democratic Party and some of the bigger labor unions. I mean there was a reason why Democrats used to be all about border security too. And it was because they, the labor unions didn't want the cheap labor coming across the southern border. The labor unions still don't want cheap labor coming across the southern border. It kind of hurts their negotiating power. It lessens their ability to effectively represent their membership if any of them are still actually interested in that. I, I don't know. Most of them just seem to be interested in collecting dues, and and then a lot like most Democratic politicians, uh, say a lot of things to make it sound like they're working for you. And as long as you don't look into it too closely, then maybe you might believe them. You know, it's kind of like if, if you write something and then you squinch really hard, you can almost make out what it is, and then instead of actually reading what the little tiny letters say, it's just you think you're seeing whatever you want it to say. It's kind of one of those deals. So the anti-Semitism continues to grow is the point I'm trying to get to, and I'm just meandering around right now intellectually as as I'm trying to stay focused. And it's getting harder and harder. It's it's definitely time for me to take some more medicine. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm I'm being a whiny little I'm being a whiny little girl. I'm so sad. Okay. Anyway, uh, so so what are they going to do? They're literally demanding Donald Trump apologize for calling to leave out. She lied about what happened. After the Holocaust, she lied to make the Holocaust about the Balfour Agreement and the Balfour Agreement about the Holocaust, which actually those two uh, – the only thing they really have in common is that it involves the Jewish people. The Holocaust is a completely, totally separate entity. The Jewish people have a long-standing claim to the land of Israel. There's a reason why we read about it in the Bible. There's a reason why uh, inferences to the Jewish people being in Israel can be found in the Quran. There's a reason why these historical documents that are thousands of years old make references to the Jewish people making their homeland in the region that is today called Israel and at that time was a bit larger than it is today, just FYI. To call out Tlaib on her revisionist history is not misrepresenting her statements. It's actually pointing out exactly what they mean. Donald Trump is not wrong. None of the GOP membership that called her out was wrong. If you read that and had mixed feelings of uh, uncontrollable laughter at the ridiculousness of us, 
ridiculousness of it. I say that ten times fast. And then the gut-wrenching anger and just sickening of the fact, knowing that not only has she been saying things like this or similar to this for a while, but there's going to be some people that are going to applaud her for saying it, and they did. But to to sit back and watch Nancy Pelosi and Stanny Hoyer and and Bernie Sanders and a few others take up for Tlaib, oh, well, it's a beautiful thought. Well, it would be a beautiful thought if there was any truth to it. It's like me sitting here and trying to tell you, well, you know, it was great when I single-handedly went over to Somalia and saved all the uh, poor innocent Somalis from the evil warlords uh, right after uh, they had shot down our American helicopter in Black Hawk Down. Uh, I just – as soon as we got our guys out, I went over there and single-handedly saved them, and I, it just gives me such a warm feeling to think that I could be helpful in that way. And that that statement is exactly as valid as what uh, Talib said. Obviously, I did not go do that. If I could have, I don't know that I would have, but still, it's a nice thought. It's a beautiful sentiment. People in trouble, people being oppressed by military dictators, and boom, I'm there to save the day. This insistence that somehow Israel is supposed to be part of Palestine, this insistence that somehow Israelis are occupying territory. They're not in the territory that they're claiming to be occupied. Oh, well, you see, the, the difference here is they don't mean the Gaza Strip. They don't mean Golan Heights, they mean from the river to the sea. That's why they chant it when given an opportunity. It is utterly ridiculous to think that a sitting U.S. congressperson can get away with revisionist history to that level. I mean, I get a politician exaggerating how much they had to do with passing a bill that brings money back to the home district. I get a, a politician exaggerating how much of a role they played in getting a bridge built or getting a building renamed or getting a, a new park for the kids back home. I get that. That's the kind of lies and revisionist history you expect from politicians because those are the pretty stories that everybody back home wants to believe, and it's the pretty stories the politician wants everyone back home to believe because that's how they get reelected. But the fact that she was able to make this statement and that it was received – in the fashion it was by the people that are on her side shows a desire for the revisionist history. We have spent a lot of time, and when I say we, I'm referencing everybody that's currently in the chat room. That's Bigfoot, that's Kel, that's Annie, that's Warplebite, and then uh, folks like Chief who's not in here tonight with us, and several others who popped in and out. We have spent a lot of time. 
those of us who have microphones, those of us who use the keyboards, those of us who do whatever. It's not just me, but the other folks in the chat room as well. We have spent a lot of time talking about the left's efforts at revising history. We have talked about why it's so important for these folks to tear down monuments from the Confederacy. We've talked about how they want to tear down the legacy of Christopher Columbus, of George Washington, of Thomas Jefferson. They want to destroy that because first and foremost, these people brought forth ideas that were worth discussing, worth debating, and in the case of Washington and in the case of Thomas Jefferson, worth fighting and worth potentially dying for, which they risked that. It doesn't matter how it makes you feel to see a statue of Robert E. Lee in Charlottesville, Virginia. What matters is how you react to seeing it. That's where he was from. It doesn't matter how it makes you feel to think about the war of northern aggression, as we call it down here in the southern states. Most of you guys call it a civil war, although in a civil war, you have two factions fighting for control of the same territory. What we had going on then was a war for secession. The south wanted to leave the union. The north didn't want to let them go. The north, in this case was the side that needed to win, and God saw to it that that's how it played out. But this whole notion that every Southerner was racist has been born from it, and that's BS. The war wasn't fought over slavery. Slavery was made an issue, and yes, several members of the, quote, leadership of the Confederacy wanted to save it and preserve it, and they made it an issue. But Robert E. Lee wasn't fighting to preserve slavery. Robert E. Lee was fighting to protect his fellow Virginians. That's all. He was defending his home state. <coughs> At a point in time in American history where people thought of themselves as being more from the state they lived in than as being Americans on whole. None of that none of that matters. It doesn't matter if you get angry when you hear me put it that way. It doesn't matter if you agree with me 100%. What matters is we should be able to go out in public and see these things and have that conversation again so that we can see for ourselves what the history of this nation is, so we can have those discussions, so we can reference the Federalist Papers, so we can talk about how great the Constitution really is, so we can talk about how inspired the Declaration of Independence really was, so that we can see the mistakes that we made when Andrew Jackson ignored the Supreme Court and marched Cherokees out to Oklahoma rather than leave them at home. Whether we can discuss the evils of slavery and why it should have been ended sooner, and it was its time to end when it did, so that we don't make those mistakes again, so that we can embrace true Americanism, which is the ideas and the principles that the founders and the framers fought for, died for, risked everything for. The ideas were there. The principles were there. It's about 
equality as far as how you will be treated in the eyes of the law, not equality in outcomes, not equality in how you're born as far as what natural gifts you have. We are not equal physically. We are not equally talented. We are not equally prone to be proficient at the same things. But in the eyes of the law and in the eyes of God, we are equal where it counts. We are equal in our opportunities, and we are equal in our blessings as long as we appreciate, recognize, and are worthy of those blessings. To to Alyssa Milano, the state of Georgia was doing fine before you were there. They'll be fine without you and all your ilk. To Nancy Pelosi, who believes that it is an act of worship of God to protect abortion, stop covering for the anti-Semites in your party. Start showing the backbone that an actual leader would have. Call them out. Kick them out. Move forward. Uh, Cal in the chat room kind of muffed it up, but I think the point got across. Green Kool-Aid is tasty. Democrats, I stole Nancy's gin. Name a parking lot after AOC. Blacks after emancipation should have been sent back to Africa. Yeah, that's that's the thing that kills me. If 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 people were taught to still love this country in school, it would be an easy sell to convince these folks that are currently being lied to into believing that they should be given reparations due to slavery. It'd be an easy sell. When I continue to make the point that I've been making ever since this topic has reemerged since I've had a microphone in front of me, and that is reparations have already been paid. The greatest gift possible was given rather than being shipped back, rather than being treated as if you cannot be a citizen. You were granted citizenship. You were made part of this great nation Officially and legally with all of the protections of the Constitution officially recognized, that is the greatest gift that could have been given by the people who truly loved this nation and by the people who truly appreciated the fact that slavery should have ended much sooner. So… Where does it end? Where does the insanity end? I don't know. It seems like there is no limit to the depravity, no end to the insanity that we constantly see the Democrats. There. Every time you think they've reached uh, the, the, the very bottom that there's no way to go any lower, they find a way, and then they turn around and… They say it's actually – it's the conservatives who've done it. It's the Christians who've done it. It's the, the old white men who've done it. It's, as long as it's somebody that's not them, we're the evil ones. 
call me what you will. I will consider the source. I will wear it as a badge, and if that's why I'm not on TunedIn.com anymore, then so be it. If it gets me booted off Spotify, if it gets me kicked off of iTunes, if I get knocked off of iHeartRadio, if I'm no longer part of AHA Radio, if I can't be found anywhere, if I get bumped off from here and I have to start broadcasting with a freaking tin can and a string running all the way to Canada to make sure that Kel and Gary can hear me, then that's what I'm going to do. And I ask you to join me in it. Forgive me. I know the performance has not been optimal, but thank you all for being here. I appreciate it as always. So wherever you're listening, thank you. And for everybody who hung out in the chat room today, a a great big thank you. Bigfoot, check out bigfootsplace.blogspot.com. Kel, be sure to look up Red Fox Blogger Radio and Infidels are watching, part of the Global Patriot Radio Network. You can find those right here at the BTR platform. Annie, the radio chick, you bellas, check out southern-sense.com, and you can find whatever means you want to listen to her show there, but you also can find it live right here at BTR as well. Thank you guys very much for being here. I also want to thank uh, uh, Vorpal Bite, who was here a little earlier but has bounced out. Thank you guys so much. Hopefully, hopefully I can get some of these folks rescheduled (laughs) in the meanwhile I'm going to take some medicine and I'm going to go to bed and maybe I'll feel better tomorrow just remember don't take my word for it definitely definitely don't take their word for it be prepared to put in some effort and more importantly to use your brain if you really want to tap into the truth goodbye everybody see you soon
is using both hands. using both hands.